7 o'clock. Thanks for joining us. Felski and myself. Oops. Still miss you, Mark. Jim Davis along with Cake today. From the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios, the most trusted name in automobiles. Thanks for starting your Friday morning with us. Did anything going on yesterday? Did anything happen in yesterday? Seemed like there was a few things. It's actually like, quite a bit. Seemed like it was an extremely busy Thursday. Just randomly, just out of nowhere, all of a sudden, bam. CMU baseball, CMU wrestling, the NFL honors were last night, the NBA trade deadline, abs and nuggets on the ice and floor, respectively. Just um, high school basketball last night. Delton Montrose, Palisade hosted Battle Mountain last night. It was... Um, Mooey wow. busy. Mooey. Mooey busy last night. So we have a lot to get to. Your predictions on Super Bowl 57. I'm going to carry over the question from yesterday. All right. If you're a Broncos fan, can you root for the Chiefs Sunday? Oh boy! Because my, I'm I'm following the comment from Sean Payton the other day when they asked him who you know who do you like who are you gonna be rooting for? Right. He's like, well, sure, in the hell ain't gonna be the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> there are rivals now. I coach the Denver Broncos, same yeah. division. I wish them no success on Sunday. And I like I like that from Sean Payton. I do, and I and I think as a Broncos fan, look, you don't have to hate Andy Reid or hate Patrick Mahomes or Travis I really, Kelsey. I really don't because I don't really hate any of those guys. I don't. But as a Broncos fan, I can't, in good conscience, root for Kansas City. Now I, I might end up picking them today. Doesn't mean I. W- doesn't mean that I'm rooting for them to win. There's some selfish motivation there. I, I want to beat the Buckeye boy. So right. I don't know what he where he's picking yet. We will we'll find out. And I'm not saying that I'm picking Kansas City. I'm not saying that. But that's different than me actively rooting for them. And by the way, when we get to our picks at 920 this morning, we will uh, be doing some. We have some creative uh, prop bets as well. So I have heard that. Now, will the prop bets count toward overall standings? Oh yeah. This okay. Whole, okay. Is, well, I'm I'm leaving is, you. I'm leaving you in charge of this. It, it seems I don't know. I'm. We're we're basically each each prop bet is going to be counted as as if it were its own like game, basically. So it's going to add to the I don't know if I like standings. this. I don't know if I like it. Here's my reasons why I don't like it. All right. Number one, I, I like a mono a mono comes down to one game, game seven kind of thing with Buckeye and myself. Right. Comes down to Sunday's game between him and me. Which makes sense since you are both tied right now. I think you got Petey. It's what, like six games back? Seven. Seven. So there's no one. six. You're, I'm seven. Yeah. So that guy's going to have a shot. Just like something like a coin toss kind of thing, just a random thing. Mm-hmm. I'm possibly getting it right, me or Buckeye getting it wrong. 
and all of a sudden he he ends up winning this thing. But see that that to me is where I think the fun is. I, I just you, I don't you know, know if that makes I'm, me a degenerate or not. I'm 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 leaving it up to you. I you're you're the commissioner of this. I will <laughs> I will respect whatever decision you make. I may not agree with it, <laughs> but I will respect it. And I'll have to live with it. So, okay, that's fine. I mean, it'll make it fun. It's, it's a little juice. Okay. I'm, you know what? I'm not against competition. You know what? All right. I'm, I'm all, I'm down with it. I'm totally down with it today. I'm excited about it. Doing some prop bets later. Let's That'll do be it. fun. 920 here on the gym day. And if you got some uh, favorite prop bets you want to share with us today, what are you doing Sunday? What's, what's the plan Sunday? I actually have not formulated a plan. You know what? Nor have I. Well, and you're a little. You're a little busy with other well, stuff too. Yeah, so. we're we are um, buying a house, moving from where we've lived for 22 years, which is bittersweet today, by the way. And it's probably a little tricky to host a party into a place you've literally just moved into. Yeah, or we're, that we're still, or that we're, yeah, we're not even actually moving into the the, the new house right away. There's some things we can get done first, so it's not gonna have a party at a place that we're not. There's going to be work done. I guess it'd be perfect, though, because we can make a big mess and, you know, it wouldn't be a big deal because some say. flooring's going to get ripped up and stuff like that. So it's, um, yeah, so it's a, not the average Super Bowl weekend for yours truly. I mean, will I watch the game? Absolutely, yes, I'll watch the game. Uh, but will there be fanfare and festivities, a soiree right. with a vast selection of delicacies? Yeah, probably not. Probably a, a pizza from someplace and maybe some wings. I'm not going to have wings. Wings will be there. Uh, so it's going to be probably... You know, last couple of years, it's been pretty low-key. And, and we've talked about this before, Super Bowl parties. Oh, yeah. I'm fine going to someplace if the Broncos aren't playing. Because if I'm not entirely Absolutely. dialed in, I'm okay with that. Absolutely. Herein lies the problem, though, I've talked about before, the conundrum I have. We've been invited to go to places when the Broncos have played in their winning Super Bowl seasons, Mm -hmm. and they've won, which has been (laughs) tough because... Because it's a Super Bowl party. Because there's people talking and stuff, and they're they're jibber-jabbered about stuff. It's like, go, go in the other room and talk about that stuff. I don't care. I don't care what... I don't care what the housewives of Atlanta are doing this week. I don't, whatever. Yeah. I don't care. And that's not the ladies. That's some of the guys doing that. It's like, no, go, go. Or the bachelor, the bachelorette. I don't oh, care God. what they're doing. But every time I've gone somewhere to a party, they've won. So it seems like hopefully, hopefully soon. Fingers Sean crossed. Payton, Russell Wilson, hopefully soon. Denver will be back in a Super Bowl. And I'll have to make that decision of, well, no, what number will anybody invite me? That's that's the first thing. They'll invite Kenda. They'll, they're like, oh, yeah, you can bring him along. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, I guess. Sure. You're married to him, I suppose. He has to be part of the deal. But um, at least I don't have to worry about that this season. Hopefully that will be a concern next year. That'll but it'll be a, it's it's a happy problem to have, right? It's it is a very good problem. It's a to good have. it's a good problem to have. I remember the Super Bowl two, three years ago. Uh two years ago. It was the uh Chiefs Buccaneers 
And that was the Super Bowl where I was relegated to watching it from a hotel room because they were trying to fix my bathroom in my apartment. Oh, yeah, apartment. I remember that. Yeah. It was, it was like my 10-day adventure staying at the Grand Vista Hotel. Yeah, no no plug for them, but, you know, just staying there for 10 days while I was, was without a shower. That, was, that stinks. I mean, I, and and watching the Super Bowl and and the weekend's kind of odd, socially distant halftime show where he's running through the maze. Yeah, it was it was odd. It was very peculiar. Yeah, it is very peculiar. So I don't know. Here's here's a quick little prop, or well, it's more factoid, not really a prop, but it's factoid. Okay. You realize the winner of the coin toss in the Super Bowl. I've seen this. Has lost the game 32 times, including the previous eight Super Bowls. So you you don't want to win the coin you toss. You don't want to win the coin you toss. Don't, no. you, you don't. If you're Nick Sirianni, Andy Reid, no. <laughs> you do not want to win it. Don't do it. It's bad juju. Very bad. All well, right. So. Just, just ask Matt Ryan how losing the coin toss in overtime in a Super Bowl feels. Like. Yeah. He might, he might tell you something different. So, uh, DeMarcus Ware, congratulations. Yes. To DeMarcus Ware, who will go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. Ninth all-time in sacks, four-time All-Pro, nine-time Pro Bowler. And I want to say this to Cowboys fans who who were listening. I mean no disrespect to you, but let us have this one. I know that he's your boy. I know that he played longer in Dallas than he did in Denver, but you know what he didn't do in Dallas? that he did do in Denver, win a ring. Let us have this one. So, You've got your Aikmans, yeah. your Emmett Smiths, your uh, Michael Irvins. Roger Staubach. You've got your Staubachs. You've got your Tony Dorsett. Let us have this one. Let us be the ones to sort of, you know, embrace. But, but Denver's also had players either connected to the organization or just entire career which is good five of the last seven years that did not used to be the case <laughs> no so I, I i know what you're saying here i know what you're saying i mean he the bulk of his career is as, as a cowboy but he won his title in denver and and was it wasn't one of those like and i can't think off the top of my head in a, uh, a an example necessarily but you, had, you know those guys that like they play forever in one place they don't win but then they go spend like two three years somewhere else and they're kind of in like a reserve role or more of a backup role right they get a championship there that wasn't really the case with demarcus Ware. it was 17 sacks his first two seasons he was he exactly he was he was an important and 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 contributed very you know very well to the Broncos Super Bowl run. That was a dynamic duo, him and Vaughn. Here's here's a, where I'm, I'm still... Randy Gratishar. Randy Gratishar should be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It still, still gnaws at me. Still aggravates me that he's not in. His numbers were as good, if not better in most cases, than his contemporaries. I just think it's it, it's still a still a travesty that Randy Gratishar is not in. 
100% agree. But here's who's going in. Joe Thomas. Solid. From the, the Browns. Uh, one of the, the best offensive tackles in the history of the game. And really, truly, during that era of Browns football, the only real bright spot. Yeah. Um, linebacker Zach Thomas, who was a heck of a football player for the Dolphins. DeMarcus Ware. Darrell Rivas. Rondé Barber. Coach Don Coriel, who sadly is no longer with us, who probably should have been in a long time ago. One of the I agree. the great architects of uh, of the passing game in the 1970s. You had guys like Sid Gilman right before him, and then Don Coriel with the Cardinals, and then of course really made his his name with with the Chargers and Dan Fouts and Kellen Winslow and John Jefferson and Charlie Joyner and that group. That. Um, Don Coriel goes in. Linebacker Chuck Howley, the Cowboys, defensive lineman Joe Klecko, part of that famous New York sack exchange. And Ken Riley, who sadly is no longer with us. So I'm I'm thrilled for DeMarcus Ware. He he deserves to be there. Yep. I can when we talked about like John Lynch. John Lynch didn't win a Super Bowl. I, I I will add the caveat of if they decide to put Demarcus Ware in the Ring of Fame, at least he was a a guy that contributed to a championship. And that, that's not meant to demean John Lynch, no. who did help Denver get to an AFC Championship game. It wasn't like John Lynch didn't do anything there. No, it just always seemed like the the time was so brief. And I'm kind of on the fence about Demarcus Ware as far as the Ring of Fame, but I can go okay. At least he was. At least he played on a, a Super Bowl team. Right. And that, to me, gives him more credence to be in the ring of fame than a guy like John Lynch. But got some thoughts on on the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And um, if you're a Broncos fan, can you, uh, can you really, can you truly root for Kansas City on Sunday and be okay with that? Text your calls, 970-242-1340. Busy show, Ryan Harris who played with DeMarcus Ware. We'll ask him about DeMarcus Ware going in. Ryan Harris, starting tackle for the Broncos in Super Bowl 50, works for Westwood, also on the Notre Dame uh, Football Network. He'll join us at 9 o'clock this morning, talk uh, about the hiring of Sean Payton, DeMarcus Ware going in, and also his thoughts about the game coming up on Sunday, which you can hear on the team starting at noon this Sunday with uh, extended pregame coverage. The hoopla. Yes, the pageantry, the excitement at State Farm Stadium. As Kansas City takes on Philadelphia. Uh, who do we have in the Chick-fil-A breakfast team phone line? From the state in which the game will be played Sunday, we have Mike in Scottsdale. Mike in Scottsdale. So did you get that room rented out? Are you getting like three grand for your spare bedroom? You no, should. it probably wouldn't even be worth it. We'll just, we'll be good. Yeah, we're going to get some, some, some degenerates from Philadelphia or Kansas City. You know, ah, Chiefs! That would drive me nuts. If as, as a Broncos fan, it would drive me nuts. Deal there. Yeah, I, I'd have to be. They'd have to be Eagles fans, which that comes runs its own I risk. Don't know. Yeah, I don't. I mean, Chiefs fans. I don't know. They, we may not like their team, but they might be a little more easy to have live in your house for a few days, right? Than maybe an Eagles right. fan. They right. They don't have a jail in their stadium. In <laughs> that's Kansas true. City. That is true. That is true. That's a fair point. But yeah, that's. That's my quick answer to your question about rooting for the Chiefs. Hell no. Now, no. I, I just, as a Broncos fan, I can't do it. I mean, I can I can no. like those guys and think, 
you know, they're 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 decent guys. I'll, you know, Andy Reid and Mahomes and Kelsey and those guys. And I, I just, but it doesn't mean, you know, I I can think they're okay guys and decent guys. I'd love to have them on our football right. team, but doesn't mean I'm going to root for him Sunday. Right, it's a team. Like, yeah, just like the Raiders, if they were there, or the Patriots were there, or not like, oh, go Patriots. No, and it's never going to be even. It's never. I mean, we're Broncos fans. And right. I'm not. I'm not going to sit there. And, oh, way to go! Way to go, Jalen! Way to go! Great pass, Jalen! Right. I mean, I, I'm not suddenly going to become some Eagles fan because the Broncos aren't playing. Right. Do you wear no, Broncos it's, it's, gear? That's the one. I've. That's Mike. I'm gonna, let's get to that for a moment. When your team isn't playing in the Super Bowl, or like I see that during games, the regular season, somebody. They go to a Broncos game, but they got like a Packers jersey on. And the Packers, they're not playing the Packers. That is so dumb. What is the what is up with that? Really, you wear a what jersey is that's not even involved in the game that you're at? <laughs> you're a dork. You're an absolute dork. What's wrong with you? I was that at is, a that is dorky. I was, I was at a college uh Super Bowl get together when I was going to school in Nebraska, and this guy was wearing like a Donovan McNabb jersey when it was the Seahawks and Broncos. Like what are you doing, pal? What, what what's up with that? What the, it was it was very he was an odd dude too. He, he the McNabb like was, was done by then. He was <laughs> yeah. He, he didn't seem like he was all there either. So. Uh, okay, well what what really made my head want to explode last night was when I was looking at the computer and uh, I saw that Chuck Howley was inducted into the Hall of Fame and Gratishar's not. Yeah, I'll leave that up to Howard because I'm sure he has some. Some musings and some facts about how legitimately mediocre of a player Chuck Howley was, but I'll leave that up to him. Um, that who's next? Dexter Jackson, Larry Brown. We're gonna put just because he was a Super Bowl MVP in a game that ended up in a tie. What Babel wow. Offenberg? Because he was a he was a backup forever in the league. Hey, he's a Hall of Famer just because he hung around and played for fifty thousand teams. I. Brad Brad Johnson has a ring. Yep. Yeah, why not? Why not give it to let's put Brad Johnson in. Sure. Dilfer. Yeah, let's put Dilfer in. Dilfer's got a ring. That made me crazy last night when I saw that. I'm like, really? The Veterans Committee came up with Chuck Howley. Ooh. He at the oh, don't get me started. At the time he wasn't even I don't even know if he made a Pro Bowl. It's it's ridiculous. It's absolute it's absolutely Freaking ridiculous! If you happen to wear a star or a steel union logo on your helmet at that time, look for the union label. Come on in. Ridiculous. I, I, I'm with you. I I just makes makes zero sense to me. I mean, not that Chuck Halley was a terrible player, wasn't a terrible player, but compared to Randy Gratishar, again, uh, it's the hall of the. Somewhat better than average player, I guess. Now, yeah, yeah, it's like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. A whole other, whole other subject. But let's just drop the name Rock and Roll from that Hall of Fame, please. It's just a, it's a music Hall of Fame, and I'm okay with that. It's exactly. fine. I'm, I'm fine. And then with I'm that. fine with it. Yeah, put in whoever you want to. Then, but and here and here's part of the problem too. Back back when both those guys played, stats were not meticulously cultivated shall we say that i mean randy gratishar is credited with 2049 tackles which is probably low 
which which Joe Collier says that you know he he you know his own personal numbers calculated by Joe Collier, but the feeling is that Gratishar probably has better numbers than that. No, we well, didn't keep track of sacks officially. Eighty two. Eighty two is the first year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so I, I that's that's a travesty. It is. It's it's ridiculous. It's you know well it's this whole thing is a travesty and a sham and a mockery. It's a travesty mockery. Yeah. So. Um, here's what I'm rooting for though on Sunday. Okay. Same game parlay. Eagles minus one half and over fifty one. Okay. That's what I'm rooting for. Uh, yeah, I can I can get no behind I can, I can get I can get behind Monday. that. Yeah. <laughs> I can get behind yeah. that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Go parlay, there it is. Go parlay. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I like the way you put that together. That's good. Yeah, I haven't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might. I might. Uh, uh, I, I haven't put any action on the game yet. It's funny. I, it's funny. I can now say that and feel okay saying that, right? And not feel like somebody's going to show up and boot me off the air. And just Ooh. remember, if you have a problem, one eight hundred five two two forty seven hundred. Then I'm going to lose my FCC license that <laughs> I'm not required to have anymore. There you go. Oh, you missed you missed the days there, Cake. Of you had to get your FCC license, like you had to like get your own your individual little, little paper license. Yes. Oh, God. to operate radio equipment. Please tell me there wasn't a photo attached. No, there was not. Okay, good. Because uh, I, I already hate my driver's license photo. I don't. I don't need any other. Yeah, Mike. So what, what's on the plans for uh, the Bakerettes this weekend? What's uh, what's the Super Bowl plan for you guys? It's probably. Stay at home, have some delicious wings, and watch the game. I mean, it's, you know, it's the thing, too. It's a, it's, we get back to that Sunday afternoon, evening thing, you know? It's, right. Yeah. It's just, probably have some people over. I'm invited to this huge, like, epic 250-person Super Bowl party at this guy's house, but it's like, eh, I see problems, parking problems. We're getting to that age where it's like, yeah, oh, that seems like too much to have. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think I'll just stay at home. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to really watch much of the game because people are going to be milling right. around. They're going to be talking about all kinds of stuff. And, it's more and then of you a say, networking slash yeah. mixer thing, you know? I mean, yeah. yeah. And, you know. and then you, you ask people, hey, could you not stand in front of the TV? And they look at you like, mm-hmm. what? what, what bleh, uh, Mr. Got to watch the game. It's like, yes. Yes, I'm here to watch the game. That's the point of this this function, this activity, so I can watch this thing. Well, I wish I was there this weekend to help you move. Well, we're um, we're hiring out, uh, we're hiring out uh, our friend uh, Duke and folks that uh, make some moving um, are going to help us out smart, there. So. Smart move. Yeah, we're smart we're gonna we'll, we'll move a little bit of stuff, but uh, moving yeah, is truly one of the most horrible things in life. And after being in a house for twenty two years, I'm sure you had a lot of fun packing up stuff. There's um, there's some stuff left around. Yeah, like wedding <laughs> yeah. invitations from 1989, which. Kendall looks at those and she goes, "Yeah, I think everybody showed up that was going to show up. I think we can get probably get rid of these, can't we?" I'm like, yeah, I think so. Think that uh, that that is already been, that that event has already occurred. We're good. We're done. It's in the past. It's, it's in the past now. So well, good luck with your move. That's exciting. I well, didn't know that you were moving. So yeah, same, same I will, area. Are you you going Appleton or where are you going? We're we're moving. Moving uh, west or moving east of where we currently live, like about two miles. Mm. I will. Uh, 
I will share that with you. I'll, uh, okay. We will we will connect off yeah, here about yeah, that. We don't want any pile stalkers. No, well, no, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it, yeah, because I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm just so stalker worthy, and so yeah. they, they'd be they'd be the most bored stalker in the world. Like, yep, there there he is. He's going out to get the mail. Yep, that's exciting stuff. There's not much, not much exciting going on in my life when it comes to, to the the day to day operations. So, hey Mike, enjoy the game. Wishes, best wishes for you, and I hope there's not a yapping dog next door. Uh that that was a key ingredient in um, mm-hmm. in uh, peace and quiet. It's always, process. Peace and quiet's always a good thing. It's always a good thing. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Have a, enjoy the game, man. Take care, Mike from Scottsdale this morning. Joining us from Scottsdale. Listen on the mobile app, by the way. Which you can, too, by downloading at the team1340.com. Uh, so let's go ahead and get to... What's happening? Brought to you by our friends over at ComWest, your technology partner. They help business owners grow their business by providing quality, reliable, personalized technology solutions that support and secure their business technology consistently and professionally. Whether it's a new phone system like the folks at ComWest, Nathan, the guys... Did for us, PC and server support, surveillance, network support, cybersecurity, backup and disaster recovery. They have you covered. They're your technology service partner. Call them today at ComWest, 970-242-8142. So we lead things off with the big news that DeMarcus Ware is heading to Canton. The former Cowboys and Broncos linebacker announced last night that he'll go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Denver Post reporting that and was on the uh, NFL Honors last night uh, that he'll go into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, making it the fifth time in the last seven years. A former Denver player will go into the Hall, where his ninth all-time in sacks and won his only Super Bowl ring with the Broncos, and they beat Carolina to win Super Bowl 50. On the ice, where they hoisted the Stanley Cup, last night's return to Tampa Bay was a painful one for the Colorado Avalanche. The Lightning scored on more power plays last night. They did in the entire Stanley Cup final in beating the Avs 5 to nothing. Tampa scored on two power play goals as goalie Andre Vasilevsky turned back 30 shots to get his first shutout of the season. The Nuggets were also in Florida, and they also went down, losing to Orlando 115-104. to Denver's Aaron Gordon had a double-double against his former team with 37 points and 13 rebounds, with Nikola Jokic adding 29 points and 12 rebounds. At yesterday's trade deadline, Denver sent second-year guard Bones Highland to the L.A. Clippers for two second-round picks in this year's draft. The Nuggets added L.A. Lakers center Thomas Bryant in the three-team deal with the Clippers and Lakers. Bryant's averaging 12 points per game. The Nuggets sent Davon Reed and a second-round pick to the Lakers. The Cutter Mesa baseball team won their season opener yesterday at home, knocking off Azusa Pacific by the score of 9-5. to Conrad Villaforte was the player of the game as he went 4-5 for five for the Mavs with two RBIs and four runs scored. The senior DH and outfielder says he's ready to step up to be a consistent leader for the Mavs after the team lost some key players to graduation and the draft. Stay consistent and uh, be someone that someone looks looks up to. Been here for a while, so um, I know how to play the game the right way and um, as a team, you know, just just to do our best and our goal is to reach reach the, that final day. So Mavericks will take on Azusa Pacific in a double header today at noon at the Diamond at the Bergman Sports Complex. A pair of late pins secured a share of the Armac title for the CMU men's wrestling team last night at the Battle in Brownson. CMU won twenty one to seventeen over the Western Colorado Mountaineers. Cash Anderson won by pin at one ninety seven. That put the Mavericks within two team points, down seventeen to fifteen, heading to the heavyweight bout. Ruben Samuelson earned a pin to give the Mavs the victory. CMU earns a share of the RMAC regular season title, but two meets left on the road at Chadron State and Colorado Mines this weekend. High school basketball last night. 
We'll have a more in-depth recap later on. Montrose girls basketball team, they played at Delta last night. Panther girls get the win 45-44. to The Montrose boys get a close victory over Delta by the score of 50-47. to And both Palisade basketball teams swept their games with Battle Mountain. Palisade girls win 23-16. to The boys won last night 45 45- to 36. Grand Junction High swimmer Whitney Stortz had a strong showing on the final day of the 4A Girls Swim and Dive Championships at Thornton. Stortz took 5th in the 100-yard freestyle with just tenths of a second out of 4th place. She finished 8th in the 50 freestyle. Grand Junction's torn freestyle team of McKinley Baum, Ryan Pomeroy, Ella Dore, and Emily Harden took 19th in the B-Finals. The Fruita Monument Girls Swim team competed on the first day of the 5A state meet. The Wildcats' Kendall Wilkinson swam the 100 freestyle and just missed qualifying for the finals in finishing 14th. She also competed in the 100 backstroke and finished 22nd. Fruita's 200 medley relay team finished 30th with their 200 freestyle team 25th. And the Wildcats' 400 freestyle taking 30th. And that's... What's happening? And we have Colorado Mesa basketball tonight. Both teams at the School of Mines. And Ethan Jordan will have it for you tonight. Pre-game at 5.15. Women tip at 5.30. The minute 7.30 tonight as both Maverick basketball teams are on the road in Golden. All right, we will take a break and we'll come back with more on the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports Network. I'm the morning guy. I have a Facebook group, 16 members. Some call it a fan page. I don't know. Oh, hell yeah. The Jim Davis Show on Colorado's sports leader, the team. Welcome back, 7.32. Jim along with Cake today from Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios. The most trusted name in automobiles and Apache Friday. We have a carryover question from yesterday. If you're a Broncos fan, can you in good conscience root for the Chiefs? And if you are, I'm, I'm not here to rip you. No, I'm just here to ask why. Why, why, why? Why would you do that? I'm, I'm just curious. Who do you like on Sunday? Who do you think's going to win Sunday? Ted has a answer-ish to that question you just posed. And he says, when my team is not in the Super Bowl or the teams aren't on my radar, I don't watch, just like this Sunday. <laughs> it's very Dos Equis, most interesting man. Right. If my team is not playing, I don't watch football. No, I, I don't always watch football. I'm, I'm I'm still going to watch Ted. I mean, I Broncos aren't playing, but it's like, what else are you going to do? On, well, I mean, it, on a Sunday, because I'm also a football fan. I, I right. you know, it's, you're still a fan of the game. I, I may not be as I'm, I'm not, as, I'm not emotionally invested. I'm not, it's, it's not like when it was Super Bowl 32 and oh, come God. on, come on, you yeah. know, and, or 33 or 50 where, you are emotionally invested. Super Bowl, the Redskins, it was great for the first quarter. And then Jimmy Smith ran through them like a hot knife through butter. But I, I just, you know, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying that, you know, it's may not be on your radar, but still, man, it's Ted's Super Bowl. It's the big game. But, but Ted, you've, you've got to do you. I understand that. I just, it's the big game. Come on, team. Rally around the division, boys. No, we're not, Robert. No. Sorry, Robert. That's not how it works. not going to rally around the division. That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. 
I also got a text from yesterday. Uh, I hope, hopefully, Nami got her coffee from Starbucks. Yeah. Uh, that was an oops from somebody. Hey, we've got we've received worse texts, unintentional texts. There have been, I, I can't remember who, but somebody in the file sent some rather um, affectionate. It was like, whoa, chicka chicka bow bow, settle like, down there, sport. Like, hey, I mean, whoa, you know, we we we, we <laughs> we're glad you like. Plan on having a hot town in the old town tonight, kind of thing. We're glad you like the show, but wow, woof, ooh, it was whew. got us, got us a little whew. getting a little steamy <laughs> up in here. No kidding. Yeah, you know, have, it wasn't. We haven't, we haven't had one of those in a while. That's, I guess, that's that's the good thing. So. You know, it was not steamy last night. Oh, well, it, it was steamy, like in a steamy pile of, pile of poo. How and, the Denver Nuggets and Colorado Avalanche played last night. I uh, tell you what, Florida, bad things happened last night in Florida. Bad things. It's always Florida. Oh. On the ice, we're, remember, we they celebrated the cup. 228 days prior, the Cabal Avalanche drops, were. It drops the cup on the ice when nobody cares and. Avs win it in six, and it's a joyful experience for all of us. Uh, that was not last night. Five nothing. Oh. No. Um, Andre Vasilevsky was really good. Turned back 30 shots last night. And you know the feeling was after they lost in overtime to Pittsburgh, they actually played well in that game, even though they lost. Avs played pretty well. That was not the case last night. Uh, no. Lightning scored a more power plays last night than he did in the entire Stanley Cup final. Which further goes to prove just how insane that Stanley Cup final was for the Avalanche. And how yeah, how good they were. But uh, Avs take the loss 5 nothing last night. Here's Jared Bednar on the loss to the Lightning. At the start of the game, I thought both teams were playing hard. I felt like they were more competitive than us in, in certain areas of the game as the game went on. Um, but I, I thought it was a pretty good hockey game going through 30 minutes. I think the final, the second power play goal that they got was kind of a backbreaker at three nothing. Um, and then our our chances, like scoring chances, kind of dried up from there. But had trouble again putting the puck in the net on some really good chances um, for the first half of the game anyway. But like the the goals we gave up, I didn't like them. Like we made some big mistakes. Here's a good example: Brad Hunt tripped over. Yeah, Georgie. Georgie lost his balance, and that's how the Lightning and, scored their fifth goal. And <laughs> that's 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 what we call a comedy of errors. Yeah, it's not enough that you give up your fifth fifth goal in a row late it's that it's done in such a blistering fashion you know there's jackie sacks playing in the background it's it was yeah just a rough night on the return to amelie arena site where the avalanche won their cup so he also had as mentioned the nuggets playing in orlando last night denver loses last night to the magic don't no fault of aaron gordon though against his former team as uh, the Nuggets lose 115-104, to 104. Aaron Gordon was sensational. Double-double, 37 points, delayed all scores, 13 rebounds. Nikola Jokic, 29-12 and 12 last night in terms of points and rebounds. So after the game, Michael Malone, here's a little post-Malone for you. 
talking about the loss to the Magic. I thought our guys did play harder in the second half. That was a, the message was simple at halftime. We're not playing hard enough. We're not playing physical enough. Uh, they're outworking us. They're getting on the floor for loose balls. They're diving on the floor, and we're bending over trying to pick them up. Um, so I thought we played hard. They cut it to five, I think, at the end of the third quarter, and they opened up the fourth quarter on an 18-4 to run, and that was as close as we got. So losing sucks, but I, I can take a loss where you guys leave it all out there and you play hard. Um, I didn't think that was the case tonight. I really don't, uh, and not at least not in that first half and not for long enough stretches. Now, one number that sticks out to me in that game, the Magic bench outscored the Nuggets bench 56-10. to 10. And, yeah. and this is all I'll say about the trade, but do you know who the Nuggets just sent packing who happened to be a top 10 bench scorer in the NBA? That would be one Bones Island. That would be one Bones Island. But in the case of Bones Highland, who was starting to grouse more and more about playing time, the uh, awful interaction that Jamal Murray had with Bones Highland's friends on social media it was not a good look. That they they were it was absolutely ugly, and that the the, re, the relationship was done. Yeah, and so Denver they they send Bones Highland packing. And he goes to the L.A. Clippers for a couple of second-round picks. So uh, the Nuggets at the trade deadline, they uh, they make the move, sending Highlands to the Clippers. Three-team deal works out where the Nuggets add Lakers center Thomas Bryant uh, comes over, averaging 12 points per game. There's concern about, well, Zeke Naji's health is can't really count on him in terms of being available. DeAndre Jordan maybe has not worked out like the Nuggets thought he would. And so you bring in a guy like Thomas Bryant who brings you some bench scoring from, from, a, from a post standpoint, from a front court standpoint. Right. And so Denver sends Davon Reed and a second-round pick to the Lakers. But part of this is a, a bigger move looking at other players, for example, like Reggie Jackson. No, not the, the former Yankee. Not that, great. not that Reggie Jackson. That... Uh, Denver looking at maybe acquiring Reggie Jackson, who's expected to reach a contract, buy it with the Hornets. That according to the Denver Post, he's near the top of the Nuggets wish list. And and so Jackson been with the Clippers for parts of the past four seasons, traded to Charlotte for former Nuggets center Mason Plumley. So they swapped yesterday. And Reggie Jackson played at Palmer High School, averaging nearly 11 points per game in 26 minutes this season. So per game. So, you know, Bruce, you know, Bruce Brown's not a, really a point guard. So he's not really, that's where losing Highland is a challenge because that's the position he was playing behind Jamal Murray. Right. And so Bruce Brown, that's not really the position that he plays. Murray missed again, didn't play yesterday because of the right knee inflammation. So Reggie Jackson may be a guy that you know that possibly comes in. Patrick Beverly, dealt from Lakers to Orlando. He's expected at the buyout market as well. He's a guy that could possibly be of some interest to Denver moving forward. So yesterday's not not the end of it. There's still a move to be made by Denver and a move that they're going to have to make in regard to their backcourt. But the Highland relationship. It just fragmented to the point where 
it wasn't going to work for him to stay there anymore, which is sad because it, like we talked about, it was such a great story. Oh, yeah. About honoring the firefighters that, that unfortunately couldn't save all of his family, but saved some of his family and the house fire. Yeah. He was injured himself jumping out a window, but honor those firefighters. Such a feel-good story. Such a good story. A fan favorite. And and then there's started to be the complaints from Highland about not getting more playing time. And Jamal Murray making the comment about, well, you know, that's something you got to earn. And at times Highland has been good and some he's not he's not been the most consistent guy in the world he and i think but he's also a second year guy too so there's there's that element that's part of it and i think year to year he got more consistent but just not enough to the point where you would feel comfortable putting him in a starting role and and who's he gonna replace exactly he's not gonna replace jamal murray and you know his highlands buddies who wrote a lot Lots of nasty stuff to Jamal good. Murray. You know, they made the crack about, oh, you had one good playoff run in the bubble. Well, that's one more good playoff run than Bones Highlands had in his career. Right. Be it a very short career. But it's like well, you're, you're 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 cracking on a guy that is that is better than Bones Highland. And instead of Bones Highland kind of being okay with the role that he has in this team and and, and kind of biding his time a little bit. Now he has start, and his buddies start popping off, and and that's unfortunately how things are now. That nobody wants to deal with anything one on one internally, or just deal with it ourselves. Got to bring our buddies in. Got to have my boys. Got my back. Right. Got to have my. Got to. They got to have my back, and they're going to go have, have my back on social media, and they're going to crack on the guy that they think is the enemy in this Resp- whole thing, and Jamal Murray. Yeah. And all Joel Murray was just saying, look, you know, you, you got to earn the opportunity. And and, and he's right about that. I, I you know, and, and I've I've had my issues with the occasional surliness of Jamal Murray. Maybe, maybe unfairly the last time with the do you have confidence in the knee now and all that. Right. But what they did was unfair. What he would and if I'm Bones Highland, I'm telling my friend, shut up. Just right. shut up. I don't I right. don't need your help. Yeah. I don't need your help with this. This is this is an A B conversation. See your way out. It's it's like when Patrick Mahomes' wife or Kurt oh, Warner's God. wife or whoever wife, friends, brother, uncle, dad, stay out of it. Just leave it be. They're, they're none of these guys are are middle school kids that need mommy or daddy to help them out or somebody else to help them out. Right. I get it as a as a spouse or a friend or a brother or a sister or whatever, you want to have that person's back. But when you go public about this stuff, when you're a public person, right. That it does not help and it did not help Bones Highland for his friends to do that. No. They made it worse, didn't make it better. And now he's playing with the Clippers. And and Denver's got an, now an issue to try to deal with here where they feel like I think part of it is the issues with him and how he has behaved. But also I think they feel like they can get an upgrade here. They feel like they can find a better player. And they they got two first two second round draft picks for him. And you know, on the surface it doesn't look like it was the best decision, but I think for the chemistry of the team, ultimately 
it probably was the best decision. This is and, one of and, those. And this is, this is going to be a, this will be something Calvin Booth, the Nuggets GM, is going to be judged on for a while now. Agreed. Whether this was a, a smart move or not. This is one of those short term decisions that's going to sting now that you hope has long term benefits. Absolutely. You know, and, and now if you're Denver, you look at what's, what Phoenix just did. God. You know, it, well, you know, number one, will that work? Will it work with Booker and Paul and Durant and Phoenix? It can't I, I don't get know. worse. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to work or not. We'll, we'll find out. We'll see. But one, one final thing, because we have to get to sound check and we're on behind. You know, the, the, dust, the dust has settled on this whole Brooklyn Nets super team thing of, of Harden and Kyrie and, and Kevin Durant. Yep. I just, it just kills me that particularly Durant and Kyrie Irving hold no responsibility on this thing going south. Oh, no. They, they're they the ones that created this disaster. And they have and wiped they, their hands and blame completely it clean. Did, you know, they went through three coaches, and they were guys that they wanted. Steve Nash. Uh, anyway, 7.48. It's time for sound check. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. All right, for Soundcheck today, the late Tony Siragusa, Goose. Goose. Part of a panel discussion on the 2000 Baltimore Ravens for the 30 for 30 documentary, The Bullies of Baltimore, which I have not seen yet. Uh, But during this discussion, Goose mentioned a rather embarrassing pregame moment we were going to play washington and uh obviously we stayed in our hotel here in baltimore and i woke up in the middle of the night and my stomach was absolutely killing me so we had doctors uh, that were with us and the doctor i called the doctor and he said come on we got to get you down to the stadium early before anybody gets there so they bring me down there and they give me an x-ray and they come out to make a long story short and they said goose well you're you know you're backed up a little bit <laughs> i said i said Anyway, I told the trainer, I said, listen, man, if I'm laying on my back out there, right, I don't know who the genius was. We had all, we had purple, we had black, we had all kinds of color uniforms. That day, we were in all white. Uh-oh. <laughs> so I went over to Bill, I said, listen, man, you know, I'm laying on my back on that field. Do not turn me over. <laughs> There you go. The late Tony uh, Sergusa. Oh, that's priceless. That, that is fantastic. All right. Text to call 970-242-1340. Jim along with cake today. And we'll be back after this on the Jim Davis Show. They're a lot of fun. Oh. The Jim Davis Show. They're idiots. Say what? On Colorado sports leader, the team. Welcome back, 753. Jim along with Kate today from the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios. Most trusted name in automobiles. Your pick for Sunday's Super Bowl 57, Chiefs or Eagles. If you're a Broncos fan, can you, with good conscience, root for Kansas City? Our uh, colleague Tom Sheldon over here uh, to the left of me across the wall on Moose Legends sent me an email that, and we discussed this yesterday, mm. about... You know who he's going to root for, and kind of just his 
his rooting loyalties. Musings. Exactly. If Junction plays Fruita, I root for Fruita. Fruita plays Cherry Creek, I root for Fruita. Denver, AFC West, AFC. And that's that's his right to do that. Now, like the high school thing, we talked about this yesterday. Right. High school is an entirely different thing. That's a I'm completely not, different animal. Yeah, I've, if we have, you know, if somebody from here, like if Delta's playing for the state championship in football like they did, or or whoever's playing in the postseason, Montrose, Palisade, for whoever, you're you're gonna you want to root for Western Slope teams. You're gonna pull for them. You may you may root against each other if you face each other during the season, but when the postseason rolls around, you're pulling for those guys. That's fine, and that's the way it should be. Yeah. We have to be together, banded together here on the Western Slope. A united front. But I, I don't agree. I don't I, I don't I'm not gonna root for the AFC West. I think it was the time I probably did. And I like what Sean Payton said. Nah, they gotta root for them. They're in our division. No. Buffalo Bills are in. Okay, I'll root for the Bills. Why not? But I'm not going to root for somebody in the division. I'm just not. We just don't agree on that. Your thoughts, 970-242-1340. Chick-fil-A breakfast team phone line. Hour two is coming up.